bringing Perry and uh, I think they are getting on right now. So John, you will be uh, talking to them for the next uh, uh, 25 minutes. This is a 25 minute session. And so, you know, it's, as we mentioned yesterday, John and I, uh, you know, around that time uh, every year, like beginning of January, we, uh, we have taken a trip to England for the Autosport Show, organized by our good friend, Tony Tobias. And, uh, and so we won't be going this year, unfortunately, uh, but that's always a great pleasure to travel in England and see all the great companies out there. And uh, so this is a perfect example of a great company I personally have known Perry, uh, you know, for many years. I've seen him grow his business from being a single consultant to uh, owning two uh, great organizations now and uh, taking over the world. <laughs> so, so, no, no, we, we're absolutely very happy to have you on. Then, uh, again, a big thank you for each and everyone out there watching us. Uh, registration is open for the full week, okay? So please, uh, you know, invite your industry friends or colleagues. Uh, all they need to do is log in onto the Zoom webinar. We are live for 55 hours, uh, pretty much, you know, at 12 hours a day on the California time. It is 10 a.m. almost here in California. It's probably 6 p.m. if I'm correct in England. Right, Perry? Is that what it is? Yep, exactly, 6 p.m. Well, it's time. It's a happy hour there. It's, uh, you know, usually guys are in the <laughs> right now. But uh, I, I heard like, you know, everything is closed. So are you in uh, quarantine, quarantine right now too as well? Um, yeah, you can work. You can go to work. You, you can't go to the pub. Ah. All, all pubs are closed. Ah, you so. know, it's uh, very unfortunate. That's uh, one of our favorite things to do when John and I go to England. <laughs> No, but it's it's wonderful country you're in, and uh, middle of the motorsport valley as well. Tomorrow we're going to have uh, our good friend Chris Elliott from the MIA, who's going to be uh, one of our uh, panelists. He's bringing with him uh, Alan Gore from the BTCC, like Mr. British Touring Car Championship, Malcolm Wilson from the uh, Ford Rally team, uh, Duncan uh, from the uh, historic. A series so this is this is great and we're delighted to to have you we'll wait another minute or so uh before because uh, we start right on the hour so again if you're watching us go on ePortrait.com. you can find uh, dsps there their products they're going to be talking about you can find total sales products that we just had a, a session with as well as ibac and everybody yesterday from Term 14 distribution to STEM 21 to Hara Enterprises and everybody in between. So full week of tech webinars, back to back, product introduction on the ePortrait platform 24 seven. And so uh, again, thank you for all of you for watching us from around the world. 110 countries represented in, in our uh, attendance, which is absolutely astonishing. And so uh, thank you very much. John, on to you. Okay, thank you, Francisque. And, and as you mentioned our international presence, it's really great to follow the chat questions. And one comes from Italy, one comes from uh, Ireland, one comes from another country. So uh, this is a, really a, an amazing experience uh, for, for me, a new experience for all of us. Welcome to uh, the webinar 
quality-driven performance, the story of DSP, DSP engineering wastegates and anti-lag valves with DSP S Engineering, Perry Cohn, owner, and Phil Danbury, shop manager. And, and this is how DSPS describes themselves on their showcase in uh, uh, Trade, which is it's really a, a well-built-out showcase. And our, our showcases are kind of like trade show exhibits, so make sure that's part of your online race industry experience. Uh, that's where the new products are for 2021. So... Uh, DSPS Engineering produces wastegates and fresh air valves for the highest echelons of motorsports. Quality-driven performance is our philosophy. DSPS products continually compete on the international stage, having won races and championships in IndyCar, DTM, WRC, WRX, WTCC, SGT, WEC, GT2, GT3, all products designed and used by racers. And um, this is a, a very interesting company to me. Uh, because they're producing these products just for the highest echelons of motorsports. So this is pretty strictly a, a, a racing technology uh, company. We're glad that they're here. And, um, and then I'll be looking for questions from the audience. So uh, we have a very sophisticated uh, industry audience. Race engine builders are out there. Professional race teams are out there. Just use the, the chat option at the bottom of the Zoom screen. Uh, type in your questions, and I'll, I'll check those out and throw those at uh Perry, and uh, we'll see how we what we can do. Okay, uh, Perry, I'll throw it over to you. What, what, what do we do next? Thank you, John. Um, it's great to see everybody, um, even though virtually. I'm Perry. Uh, this is Phil, and um, the two of us well do the best we can to you know compete at the highest highest level. I'm going to try and share my screen if that's all right. Uh, let me know if you can see this. Okay, that, can you can everyone see that? Can you see that, John? Yes, I can see it. Okay, perfect. Okay, we're going to start with the quotation because we always do. And the only real mistake is the one from which we learn nothing. And, you know, that's from Henry Ford, who's kind of the forefather of what everything we do. Now, we are where we are. We're obsessed by quality because of our first and hugest failure. We're going to go. We're going to go for a little time travel, guys. So, can anyone tell me what year we are? Okay, it's. Oops. It's 191985. Okay, in Long Beach, California. Start of the IndyCar season. It was a March 85 season. Now. You remember Adrian Newey, he always designed amazing aero surfaces, but never left any space for anything. So Alan Mertens of Garmin, later of Garmin Engineering, and David Williamson were tasked with building a wastegate. And they fitted a wastegate into tiny, tiny space, and it was a disaster. Every single Cosworth-powered car that had um, a Williamson wastegate failed during practice for, you know, Long Beach Grand Prix in 1985. I mean, that the worst thing you can ever do is stop a car. And that day they stopped every single one with a, a Williamson wastegate. And the reason was, was the membrane. The membrane failed. It wasn't up to the job. Anyway, they built, bolted on, you know, the, the original wastegate, which it was a very heavy cast iron affair. And they survived the race and the march in fact won the race however 
we learned from that. And ever since then, quality has been the watchword and nothing is ever compromised in the search for quality because to finish first, first you have to finish. So you've you got to understand we started from a point of failure and that's kind of snapping at our heels all the time. You don't want to stop a car. You can have as many failures in the workshop as you want, but never on the circuit. So why, what makes our products so much better? You know, what drives us? All our, all our castings, I'm going to put a little pointer on here. All of our castings for wastegates are in canal, every single one of them. The valves that we use are always forged from mnemonic 80. The membranes, um, remember that was the bit that failed. And the reason we came to a solution was, I don't know if any of you remember Johnny Caples, we're going back in history here. Um, he devised or produced, managed to produce a membrane in a, in a couple of weeks in time for the next race. Ever since then, the membranes we use have been manufactured in the US and they're all high temperature, reinforced with Nomex. And as I say, we, you know, proud of the fact that they're manufactured there and we've never had a race failure. All of the components we use are machined from billets, the batch controlled, we keep records. And all of our components, um, K-nuts, um, all the studs and so on are rolled. So everything is torqued and every assembly has an individual life number, which you can see on the top here. So we know who built the wastegate. We know when it left the, the company. And we know if you, if you ask us, we can tell you, you know, when the billets came, when the material came out the ground. So it's kind of a full aerospace spec. Um, everything is inspected. Um, our, our inspector um, was trained in the Royal Air Force. So everything he applies to his trade is absolutely fastidious and to the point. Obsessive, really, but hey, who's complaining? Um, over the years, we've produced a lot of stuff, um, but it all started after 1985. In 1986, the DW1 wastegate. Um, I, I don't know whether it's pride or not, but the casting you know, the main casting used in the DW1 wastegate is the same one as used in 1986. It's been that successful for us. So the DW1 was the Dave Williamson one. It's a two inch wastegate, 50 millimeters. It started in 1985 at Indy, was used in Le Mans, and versions have been used in DTM, winning the DTM championship a couple of times. Super GT in Japan, once again, winning the championship and it's been used all over the world in, in Rallycross. So you can see at the, one of the bottom pictures is, um, I say it is our popular ways, the most popular way state and you know, there are loads in, in stock. Um, on the bottom right hand side, we have a springless wastegate, but you can see the casting is still the same. And on the top right is an IndyCar wastegate, um, but the casting is that good old fashioned DW1. It's, it's brilliant, it's bulletproof, you know, we, well, the company rides on it, to be perfectly honest. The other main size of wastegate we do is, um, is a GT3 wastegate, one and a half, one and a half inch or 38 millimeters. And this cut its teeth in the WRC, World Rally Championship. It then went on to win a world championship numerous times with, in the WTCC with Honda. And uh, it's also won the GT3 championship at Le Mans with 
in a Ferrari engine. The pictures here, you can see there, there are two of these wastegates on the GT3 engine. It's beautifully packaged. And over here, you can see, you know, also one on each side. And as with the DW1 wastegate, we have many derivations of this. So um, this is our LW, lightweight wastegate, where we try to take a little bit of weight out. Um, it's used all over the world. Um, we try to make our products as bulletproof as possible. Once again, it's this paranoia about a failure during the race. Um, our anti-lag valves came on, came on stream probably um, in the early 2000s. Once again, we're trying to keep up with technology, give everyone the competitive advantage. Now they were originally sized for, for touring cars and rally cars, but, and they're now used in um, ALMS by um, a leading uh, OEM and, um, WR and WTCC as has. Now they're used a lot in, a lot in rallycross. And we are changing with the times as, as we need to in racing. And we're going to try and improve um, our range and increase flow through through the ALS anti-lag valve to try and keep pace with demands. As turbos are getting bigger, the airflow required to you know, keep them spinning is, is increasing too, which is you know where we're going. Um, we do a lot of bespoke products, um, a lot of castings we can we can make to order. But this particular casting that you can see in the middle there, that, that appears on um, many IndyCar exhaust systems at the moment. And it is the basis for, for quite a few components. So all our valves, as we say, the basic valve is a, is a forged mnemonic component. We can adapt them to suit whatever your requirement is. And machined components. We, can, we have um, products off the shelf, which is, is great, you know, you order one, you take it off the shelf and you dispatch it. Or many OEMs have particular requirements. So we can suit, change things to suit their requirements. Um, welding, well, we used to do a lot of welding. Um, it used to be TIG welding. Um, it used to be, you know, it was always good, but the appearance wasn't that brilliant. When we discovered recently, or two or three years ago, we discovered electron beam welding, which we now use for all of our, wherever welding is required. And you can see the weld along here, you can see the weld um, in this area over here. Um, and everything is done by a, a shop up the road. That, that sounds, you know, like they're a small operation. Um, their, their day job, as it were, is um, welding components for satellites and nuclear reactors. So we reckon they're pretty good at what they do. And everything is to AS9100D. And because all of our components are in effect pressure vessels, everything is helium leak detection down to a vacuum of 10 bar. So we're pretty happy if they say it's okay, then it is, it is okay. And we haven't had a failure yet in the competition. Not that we're hoping for one, but we're, you know, we, we're very confident and we stand by what we do. Um, we've spoken a lot about the past. 
the thing with racing is if you stand still, you're going backwards. So we're always looking for the next product, the next thing. As I said, we're looking at larger, a larger anti-lag, anti-lag valve. So we've gone up from, say, an inch and a quarter, which is our current anti-lag valve, to an inch and three quarters, inch and a half to inch and three quarters. And we're going to have both the sort of manual version classically controlled, and we're also going to have one controlled by solenoid valves. Um, this is in response to requests by customers. At the end of the day, it's all very well us producing what we want to produce, but since the end users are the end users, we might as well produce what they want to use. So hence the, the push towards um, these larger anti-lag valves, and they will be available towards the end of January. Um, and then we also produce the water-cooled wastegate, which has applications. Once again, it's a derivation of the DW1 wastegate, but um, has superior heat insulation and um, you know, water-cooled valve guide housing. And this is both for competition use and for use on road cars or super hypercars. Um, there is a hypercar manufacturer. Um, it claims to have the most powerful, um, the most powerful hypercar in the world. Although I, I take that under advisement because everyone claims to have the most powerful engine in the world. But you know, it, it's, it's not often that your products get to do two hundred in excess of 265 miles an hour. So we, we're very, very proud of that. That's us in a nutshell. Um, the, best, the best answers probably come from questions. So I'd, I'd like to kind of pass it back to you guys and then Phil and I will try and answer whatever questions you might have. Okay, again, uh, questions, uh, just go down the chat uh, button at the bottom of the Zoom screen. And you can type in whatever you, question you have for uh, Perry and Phil. And uh, I have a couple of questions I brought here today. So I'll just start with mine. So uh, if you were to kind of discuss common mistakes that racers make when it comes to wastegates and anti-lag valves, what's happening out there that should be fixed? Common mistakes. You know, it's difficult because everyone goes racing with the best of intentions. But I think everything comes down to preparation, I think. You've got to check everything. You've got to check your, your equipment. You've got to check your tools. You've got to check your, your engine. The more you prepare, the better you're going to be. It, it's as simple as that in our, in our opinion. For our products, well, we, we like to service them annually. Um, we, we're very confident as to the life of them. We know that they can do 24 hours of Le Mans without any problems, which is the best part of 4,000 miles. So I'm happy they can do at least 4,000 miles between services. Some of our touring car wastegates have achieved six or 7,000 miles. So from a preparation point of view for us, definitely have regular services and we can turn that around really quickly. We also have kits that we can supply so you can do your own work. Um, there will soon be videos online on the EPAR Trade portal and um, on our website showing how to service these you know, components yourselves. But I guess the best thing is preparation. Preparation is everything, mental preparation, physical preparation, your equipment. I guess that's the biggest thing for us. Okay, now I'll take a question from the audience. 
Would you have any applications that work with internal wastegates? <sighs> Not really. We we did an actuator once for um, uh, the Audi group, or the Volkswagen group, for use on a, a World Rally car. But no, everything we do is is inter is external wastegates. Uh, you know that that's what we built the company on, and that's mm -hmm. what we've always done. So Thanks. that's the other thing we know: do what you're good at. Yeah, and for good. us. We've seen a lot of internal wastegates, but it's not our area of expertise. Okay. Another question from the audience. Just go down the chat uh, feature and open that up and type something in, and, and we'll, we'll put it to the panel here. Um, are the wastegates dual port so that uh, can be adjusted? In, um, I'm sorry, I don't understand the, the question. Um, okay. I, I'm just I mean, we can adjust. Item. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, using the uh, using the engine management system, we can control the flow to above or below the the membrane with, with ease. That that's no problem at all. So um, we do do a springless wastegate, which has got a single port. But um, all of our wastegates, all of our standard wastegates, are you control it with air below the below the membrane and above the membrane. So depending on how you balance the two. You can you can play some pretty clever tunes with your waist gate. Okay. I, I uh, another question. Good. Yeah. Would you please describe how the routing of the exhaust with anti-like valve is plumbed? Whoa. There, there's a million different ways of doing this, and a lot of them are trade secrets, um, you know, which are very um, tightly guarded by manufacturers. The two ways of um, driving an ALS or an anti-lag valve is you've got to get your cold air from somewhere. So either you have it from a compressor, and that's brilliant because you can run any pressure you want, or you take it from the plenum. More and more series are now regulating that the air's got to come from, from the plenum. Obviously, there's a penalty with that because every time you activate your anti-lag, you're taking something away from the plenum. Um, so yeah, either air from a compressor or from a plenum. For the outlet, you can either, you know, where you're pushing the air back into your exhaust system, you can either have a single in, single entry or you can have um, multiple entry points. Um, I'm trying to think of my, no, I don't have a picture, but if you, if you can get details, I can send some more information. There's also pictures on our website of um, different plumbing arrangements. Okay. Another question from the audience. Uh, what do you think about electronic wastegates? Oh. Yeah, um, it's definitely the future. Um, we are working on one. Um, the only reason we didn't put it on stuff that's coming up is because we're not yet, it's not at a stage where I want to say we're doing it. When we say we're doing something, we only say it when it's almost imminent because otherwise, you know, otherwise you, you get a reputation for promising things you don't deliver and don't want to do that. We are working on an electronic wastegate. There is no doubt it lets you manage your engine phenomenally cleverly and efficiently. Um, there are downsides to it. One is temperature. Um, you have to be very careful where you cite all your electronics. 
Um, but I, I do believe it is the future. It is a question I've been asked many times by privateers and OEMs alike. So I, I'm confident it's the right thing for us to be working on. But um, as I say, I don't want to promise anything yet. I do know some of our competitors have them and they're doing a great job. There's no doubt, you know, credit where credit's due. I also know that um, the guys in Indy are using electronic wastegates. So it's definitely the way to go long-term. Yeah, on the horizon, huh? And, and uh, yeah. is there a new product uh, you'd like to highlight, like something new that came out that maybe not everybody's aware of and just want to share that with us? Well, the main new product are the uh, anti-lag valves um, because airflow is, well, it's all about airflow. You know, the anti-lag valve basically controlling cold air and the, uh, the wastegates controlling hot air. So I think the, the main products we want to highlight are the, the water-cooled wastegate and the large, large diameter anti-lag valve, mainly because those are our kind of, you know, offerings for, for 2021. Um, at this point, there will be more, but I, I'd like to highlight those and I'm more than happy to send anyone information. Um, you know, drop us a line from our website or through EPAR trade and we're more than happy to send you whatever information you need. Okay, and then uh, I'd like to just kind of get more insight about how you work with race teams. So uh, I, I just picture you cl working closely with some race, professional race teams or many professional race teams to solve their technical challenges in this area. And, and work with them to improve the products that you turn around and sell to other race teams. Describe that process. Do you want to talk about it? I think it's all about a relationship. Everything we all do is about a relationship. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm kind of the front man of the organization. Phil is a perfectionist who works in the, you know, in the shop, make sure that everything that goes out is, is perfect. Um, we work with, as I say, um, OEMs in, in Europe and in, the, and in the Far East. And it's, they will come to, us, come to us with a, can you just, or we see we've got this product, can you do it but a little bit differently? And everything is a process. And we will change things. We will give it to them for evaluation on the dyno. And then, you know, if, if all goes well, it'll end up on, on the racetrack and it will win. You know, I'm confident that um, our products will, you know, will win championships. So, but it, it's like any relationship, a human relationship. It's just about communication at the end of the day. And it's give and take. You listen to what the customer wants. And I think that's the key thing. I alluded to that before. It's providing what the customer wants. Um, as long as it's not compromising quality, as long as the customer gets what he wants, then that is the definition of quality and to last the race. So the process is ongoing. It's ever developing. Um, Formula One is developing by the week. Um, other race series develop a little bit slower, but it is always continual evolution. And as I say, you know, if you stand still, you're going backwards. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it, everything is a process and it's continual. And the relationships we make as Francisque said, I met, I met Francisque in, wow. Uh, the last the last year of PRI in Indianapolis. I mean, we're going back a while. Yes. And, you know, the relationship has stayed since then. And it's just you keep on talking and you find out what each other wants and you develop that way. 
Very good. And then when it comes to racing technology, uh, sometimes there's a, a thing that racers and race teams have to weigh where, okay, that's going to cost more money. Maybe we should save money there. And, and to me, this is a place that if you pay more, you get more. And this is not a place to save a buck. What do you think about that, Perry? Um, yeah, you know, everything is great saving money until it doesn't work, you know, and you think, ah, I should have spent the extra $5 or $10 or whatever the case might be. And as I alluded to, when you stop a race, when your components stop a race, I mean, what is the cost of that? You know, it's everything. It's, it's your reputation. It's your sponsors. It's, it's pride. It's, it's all sorts, it's the fans. Everyone is, any, everyone involved is disappointed. And you kind of wish, I wish it prepared better. I wish we had some different elements on there. So after stopping everyone during practice in Long Beach, 1985, we will go out of our way to not stop, um, you know, not stop a car. And you have a triangle, one, one, on one corner of the triangle, you've got quality. The other corner, you've got cost. And on the third one, you've got time. You can only ever have two of those. You can have low cost quickly, but the quality is going to suffer. You can have high quality, high cost. It's going to take a little time. You can have high quality, low time. It's going to cost a lot. So the point is, yeah, sometimes saving a little bit, you know, when you're at the professional end of the state, it, it doesn't pay off. You know, the stakes are too high, for sure. Very well said. Um, and that kind of brings us to a close with this time frame. We have another webinar coming up at 1030. And that'll be Advanced Race Car Chassis and Shock Setup Technology by Intercomp Racing. Jeff Hammond will be hosting that. Uh, Perry and Phil, uh, thank you so much for being part of Online Race Industry Week. Perry, any last comment before we uh, move on? It's this is a strange experience for every one of us in the world at the moment. Um, one, just being stuck here, we're used to traveling around the world. Um, I think what you guys are doing is amazing, genuinely. You know, it's like a trade show, but better because it's easy. You don't have to walk miles and miles like around Orlando. So this is this is amazing. So yeah, really pleased, and yeah, it's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, Perry Cohn, Phil Danbury with DSPS Engineering. Registering on ePartrade is easy. Fill out your name, email, phone number, and create a secure password. Next, select your business type. Choose supplier if you're looking to display products or services and connect with buyers. Choose racing business if you're looking to find new parts and connect with suppliers. Choose race team if you own or are a member of a professional racing team. Begin typing your company name. We most likely already have your company in our database, which you can select from the drop-down. Then, enter your job title. Choose claim company if you'll be editing your company profile. Other members of your company can choose join company if they'd like to use ePartrade as well. You can view and agree to our terms of use here. If you'd like to receive our weekly newsletter, choose Accept. Click Register Now and your registration will be submitted for approval. You'll need to confirm your email once it goes through. 
To keep our platform industry only, you'll be approved shortly after. If we require additional proof of business, we'll reach out. Welcome to ePartrade.